Welcome to this episode of Shonen Flop, where we talk about manga series and Shonen Jump that didn't make it big. I'm David. I'm Jordan. And this week, we're talking about Build King, and we're joined by our guest today, Derek. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, my name's Derek. Hey! Hey! Woo! Hey, hey, woo! <laughs> Over on Twitter at uh, Great Big Sword, I wanted to come on this episode because for the longest time, I was probably, at least uh, the people I knew, the biggest Bill King hater in the world. I yes! hate this series a lot. Mostly because it kept taking up page time from other series I liked that were running at the same time. Which <laughs> series y'all didn't like, but we'll talk about that later. Ooh, hell yeah. We're gonna get into some drama in here. Oh boy. <laughs> I wonder what series got picked up because Bill King got axed. I, want, I hope it was a good one. Did you like Phantom Seer? Is that what it is? I love the art. The story was whatever. Whenever there's a disagreement with us and on our, uh, on our stuff, it's always Phantom Seer. <laughs> <laughs> that was our most hot take episode. Look, I get it. The story wasn't that good. But like, man, I, I want that artist to get another shot. He did. That's his second series. That was his second shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what his first series was? Uh, Tokyo Bullshit Ninjas. Yeah. Tokyo Racist Squad up in here. Look, again, uh, with Phantom Seer, I will 100% give you the art was the strength of the series, but the story dragged it down so much, and I didn't think the art was that incredible to, like, save it for me. But, like, hey, you know, that's cool. That's cool. Have we read anything where you were like, wow, this art was so good, I didn't even care if the writing was dog shit? Yeah, Dark Mage. Uh, okay. Getting it to manga, why don't we shift over to the manga details? So this manga was created by Shimbaku- Shimabukuro Mitsutoshi. Yeah, and he was most famous for creating Toriko and some other smaller series. And this is actually based on a one-shot, which I didn't read because apparently the one-shot is considered substantially better, but I really met my legal requirement of Build King <laughs> for this episode, so I chose not to read it. I watched like one or two videos of people trying to defend this series, and one of them pointed out that like the original series, it follows one brother who I think is actually not as shitty at building. It sounded not good, but better. What was another series we read? Was it Bone Collection or Golem Hearts that had like a one shot that was substantially better than the actual series? Omega Doki Zoo? No. It might have been Golem Hearts, actually. I think it was Golem Hearts, yeah. Yeah, and then... This series ran from November 16th, 2020 to April 12th, 2021. So not a very long runtime of 20 chapters and three volumes. Another chapter is coming out, which again, timed it like this. So we didn't have to fucking read it because the series as Jordan is about <laughs> to go to when he talks about the manga that it has a very interesting ending. So <laughs> why don't we in ending, you say, I don't know about that. <laughs> and also, before I forget, this author is potentially most famous for the fact that he got arrested for trying to solicit child prostitute of a 16 year old child. This man is also a pedophile. It is really a shame that he keep creating manga and there's actually probably the only notable controversy is the fact that Oda of One Piece is actually a close friend of his and people are like how Oda do you remain friends with someone who literally solicited a child prostitute? Oh David it's worse than that because Toriko was made after that happened and mm -hmm. it only happened because Oda personally stepped in and saved his career. He told Shonen Jump hey don't fire this guy. Oda's the reason why we're reading Build King. Yeah, so that's probably the only black mark on Oda, but I, I was watching a video from the Grand Line review where it's actually, it's like a really big cultural thing, and Oda still remaining friends with him isn't that weird in Japanese culture, because the idea is he got a suspended sentence for four years and he went through it and is considered rehabilitated. 
We don't know what he's done since then. It has been a long time. It's been like at least 20 years or so since that happened. It was in 2002, I think. You gotta hope that he's grown. But also, at the same time, my, my issue is more just the fact that like, if you get like arrested for child prostitution, you shouldn't be allowed to then go back and make art for children. 100% agreed. People should be able to be rehabilitated, and I'm not saying that this guy ever be able to make comics again, whatever, you know, like, it's just the fact that, like, he's making it for children. God, imagine if this guy just started making hentai with this art style. Uh, let's not even talk about that. Uh. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, it would kind of track. Never mind. <laughs> oh, God. All right, we're done with that. <laughs> There's worse drawn hentai. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Anyway, you want me to get into the plot? Yeah. Tonkachi and Renga are two carpenter brothers stuck on an island for three years by their teacher, Shovel, who left them there to get good at building houses. Renga's good at it, but Tonkachi fucking sucks. And he's only good at demolition. They want to see the Build Kings, ancient marvels of architecture that defy explanation. After fighting off house eater trolls, a carpenter named Nana shows up to get them, and they're able to escape the island by floating on a living house beast named 2x4. Okay, popcorn. <laughs> uh, David. They go to a city where they meet some house bandits led by Quirk, an architectural designer and the daughter of the Bat King, who lives in an upside-down castle in desperate need of renovation. After determining that the castle is built out of a dragon's tooth, Tonkachi uses his magic hammer to repair the tooth, demolishing the castle as Renga rebuilds it. The brothers then travel to take the fucking Hunter exam from Hunter Hunter, but for Carpenters, where they learn about the Vigor system, which is pretty much Nen, but a really shitty and stupid version of it that's really dumb. And Jordan didn't write this part, but I just really fucking thought that it was the dumbest power system I've ever read. I was considering, am I going to put in something explaining this? No, fuck that. I'm not going to explain this overcomplicated bullshit system. We'll get on to it. We're yeah. not done this fucking plot summary. Let's keep going. <laughs> Popcorn Derek to finish constructing the summary. Suddenly, however, a group of enemies from an evil place called Satan Hill appear to kidnap Kon Tonkachi and Renga because they have black and gold vigor, which is powerful and rare, apparently. Who knows? Uh, they never explained it really yeah, that much. Two by four, it turns out, is itself a build king, and by traveling inside of it, they have gained immense power or something. They beat up the Satan Hill gang, and the ending of the series will be printed in volume three of Bill King, which is yet to come out. Reading all this in a row, just really, like, some of these manga, like, yeah, no, okay, you start out a little couple mini arcs, whatever, yeah, maybe it doesn't really, you know, lead back to the story no this all just sounds like bullshit this sounds like a five-year-old wrote this yeah <laughs> get into that into the white belt section so why don't we just go through the characters real quick i know it's so tempting it's so tempting we'll get into why it sucks just through going through the characters don't worry well, well i will uh, yeah all right, so why don't you join? Why don't you tell, take us away with <laughs> the first main character? Okay, so Tonkachi, first of all, I think, I'm pretty sure his name is straight up a reference to Tonka, but he fucking sucks. I hate him. He's sort of like Kid Goku, but he feels like a fucking parody of Goku. He's like what you would make Goku if you didn't understand Goku. But more than that, he feels like a parody of Gon. This whole fucking thing feels like a bizarre ass parody of Hunter Hunter, but it's not trying to be. Like, he's a carpenter who builds peace. What the fuck does that mean? The series is a Loves saying terms, they're just like homeostasis. And you're like, what does that mean? Homeostasis. God, it's so bad. Like, he's one of those guys who he's just like stupid and uh, overconfident, but oh, you love him, right? Yo, he's so charming. He's such a nice guy. So you just accept when he does well because like, oh, you just love him so much. And the thing is, I really, really did not love him. I fucking hate him. He's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, I can't really add anything. He's just fucking the worst. And he looks like shit. He looks like a buff baby. He looks like a buff baby. He looks like how a Rocky draws children in part six. <laughs> yeah. 
But like without anything interesting to the style, at least when Araki's doing that, it's like, okay, that's that's Araki. That's weird. But that is just kind of his style here. It's just like, you know why Goku's design works? Because he looks like a kid. With this one, they gave him like big, muscly, meaty arms that just make him look like he has like a kid's face on like a man's body. So it's really fucking weird and disorienting and kind of destroys any sense of cuteness that this character could have, which is necessary for the kind of character he is. His whole thing is he's got a hammer and on one side of the hammer, it fixes things and the other side of the hammer, it destroys things. And he apparently never noticed this after three years of seemingly just swinging a fucking hammer around. Absolutely absurd. He had that hammer for three years and he never questioned what the backside of the hammer was used for. He didn't even notice that the two sides were different. It seemed like he was using them both interchangeably and it just never occurred to him. Oh, hey, this is happening. Even though he found out by using it accidentally. (sighs) Was this guy just super hardcore about only using one side of the hammer until one time he just messed up and accidentally used the wrong side? Like three years later when we were reading it? Come on. Anyway, let's get into his brother because he is an actual carpenter, so he actually knows how to build things. He is the smart one in that he is a competent person, constructs things, got super darkness powers, which are never explained. By the way, since you're bringing up the darkness powers or whatever the fuck that means, Tonkachi has super gold powers or whatever the fuck that means. Gives him super luck. Yeah, I guess. Fucking whatever. It's really stupid, but (laughs) is there anything more to say about Renga? He's an actual carpenter. He actually does the fucking work, I guess. He's the nice one, and everybody seems to have a crush on him because he's nice. Yeah, I mean, everyone has a crush on me because I'm nice. Well, you're also thick, David. I am with uh, seven C's. Oh, yeah. Every time I looked at uh, Ranga, I just thought about those images where it's like two characters that are standing next to each other, and Tonkachi has the arrow pointed that's like 5'11", and then Ranga's like six six foot, (laughs) but they're like noticeably fucking giant in comparison to each other. I also gotta say, uh, Renga has a bowl cut. He just have to mention that. A bowl cut with, like, a ponytail. It's so bad. The hairstyle in this series sucks. It's weird. Everything sucks about this. <laughs> Let's get to the next character, though. So, I know we just really want to dunk on this series for 30 minutes, so that's why I'm trying to be like, <laughs> let's do it so we actually have the time. Derek, why don't you tell us about Nana? My grandma. First off, ass out, like, within the first two chapters seeing him. Like, great, awesome, funny, good joke. Hey, author, it's really cool how, like, the f- one of the first things we see in your manga is uh, an adult exposing himself to children. That's fucking great, considering your history. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it. Man, this series shows a lot of people just on the toilet or taking shits. It does. It happens at least t- three times in 20 chapters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy's whole bit at, like, at one point was just like, this sentient house won't let me take a shit. It's unfair. And he's swimming in the ocean. Just shit in the ocean. You're in the ocean. <laughs> like a fish. What the fuck, man? <laughs> you thought you were like a hardcore carpenter, whatever. Anyway, Nana is a steeplejack. I don't know what the hell that is. I decided not to look it up because I was like, I don't care. Something about working with shoveling and probably It doesn't like, matter because whatever a steeplejack is in real life, that's not what he is. I guarantee you. <laughs> not at all. Because no one fucking does any actual construction in this series. Yeah. If you showed this series to like the actual constructioners union, like they'd press charges. The thing about Build King, it's a, it's a series based around the idea that carpentry is the most important thing in the world, which, you know, that's not like as insane as when Yu-Gi-Oh says card games are part of the whole world. But the thing about Yu-Gi-Oh is that the whole show is about card games. So you watch card games. So you're not thinking, oh, they're lying. You're like, no, they're right. Their whole world is based around card games for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nana uh, also is the apprentice to their master, so it's like, I'm actually your higher up, so listen to me. And they're like, oh, okay, ass man, whatever you say. 
He just doesn't do anything. No, absolutely nothing at all. No, he, he shows up, he gets the kids, and then he gets drunk. Yep. <laughs> That's basically everything Nana does. And he takes him to the hunter exam, whatever. I'm just going to call it the hunter exam, because that's, well, no, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Jordan, tell us about your favorite character, Cork, who has a very appropriate introduction in the series. So Cork appears, and Cork is just like, I don't know, like a teenage girl. She's like the Bulma, I guess. I mean, I guess she really is the Bulma when you think about it, because she's a, an architectural designer. Uh, the first thing we see is that she shows up and she's standing upside down, and oh no, she forgot her pants! A lot of people forget their pants in this series. <laughs> there was definitely some weird fetish element to it. Yeah, so the first thing we see is just like this, uh, what I can only assume is, you know, a typical an anime teenage girl just standing upside down with her panties on full display. That's fucking great. Wonderful. Thank you. I needed to see that. And her dad is, uh, her adoptive father is a vampire who might be, like, the closest thing this series has to a character I actually kind of like, where he's just like, um, this, like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, Tim Curry-style vampires, a Vincent Price-style vampire or whatever. He's a very nice and caring father. Yeah, the whole thing is that he's always upside down because he's the Bat King. So the next character, though, is 2 by 4 which is a house beast, which they don't really explain how they work, but they're like sentient houses. And apparently this one is magical and like super powerful and it gives everyone their powers. Hey, David. Or... Yeah, what's up? Do you know what, a, do you know what 2 by 4 is? Um, my score for the series? A build king, meaning that they met how many build kings, David? Wait, did they say? I don't remember them explicitly saying they it. They said it was, a, it was yeah. a little build king. Ah, uh, god damn it. <laughs> Doesn't that fucking suck? <laughs> By the way, Build King is a pun that just feels very awkward in English. Yep. Because it's like building, you know? They're, they're buildings, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, bud. <laughs> That's really all there is to say about it. It's just stupid and I hate it and I just want this series to not exist yeah, anymore. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, tell us about the last character, Derek, if you'd be so kind. Konechika? Sure, why not? Part of the uh, the, the Hunter exam, uh, they're wearing like this gas mask and it's like, ah, quirky, funny. And then it's like, oh, actually, I'm the, I'm, th I'm the scared guy. I'm the one who's super strong, but like, I'm scared. We got like five pages of this person combined. I feel like the guy up on stage with like his little note cards, like, ah, tell a better joke, asshole. He kind of got a little friendship going with uh, Renga at one point. They were definitely going to fuck after that. Oh, yeah. In like the five chapters that we got of him, his character is so inconsistent because he shows up and he's like, I'm super weak. Renga, you think you're weak? Well, I'm weaker than you. And he's like, I I've never had a friend like Renga. And then he has a flashback where all these people talk about how much they like him. And he's like, shit, OK, I, I guess I have people back there who are counting on me. So it's like, oh, so you did have friends who you like then, huh? And then they pulled out a fucking like, ah, this is a new type of item. Like, we're going to explain more of these later on when we definitely don't get canceled like two chapters later. <laughs> yeah, he's got fucking troll weapons, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, and they like take away his life force or something. Oh, I hate when that happens. Oh. Every fucking power in this series says it takes away your life force. His hammer uses it. Bullshit. Nen uses it. That's literally the answer to everything. He's like, oh, you're just you're shaving off like a second of your life to fucking die. Man, let's just go into why this series fucking sucks. All right, you ready? Fuck yeah. All right, Jordan, this is where we budget all our time. Go nuts. At the end of the day, this feels like uh, the author Red Hunter Hunter just had no fucking idea why it worked. Okay, this series just is so bad. We mentioned the uh, their version of the Nen system. I must say, when I was looking at YouTube videos, uh, a lot of them were like, Hunter Hunter fans will love this system. No, I. What the fuck? <laughs> 
so Nen is already kind of complicated, but the way it is explained in Hunter x Hunter is at least like you don't have to have a super great understanding of it in, or in order to understand what is going on. Because the way that Nen works is it kind of visualizes everything that's happening, you know? Like, you don't have to remember what a uh, emitter does because you see it. It's very visual. But the thing is here, it's also a weird mixture of hockey from One Piece, where they're all based on colors. Like, he's got like six colors. Hey, don't make a super color-based system in a black and white manga, okay? Don't do that. That's really dumb. There wasn't even a color page for that, right? There wasn't. There was no color page. Like, I think it's supposed to correspond to the paint that you add to a house, but the problem is is the specific properties of each color are so confusing. In order to keep track, I would have had to keep flipping back to the fucking diagram they made. And I was not going to do that. The second that I saw that diagram, I, I skipped the whole I'm like, I'm not reading this. I'm not reading this. No, not happening. You know what was the best part? Is immediately, like a chapter after they established the eight colors, they immediately start talking about other colors. Yeah! So they haven't even maximized <laughs> the properties of that system. There's at least... 11 colors in this system because there's black and gold and rainbow as three additional colors along with the eight. So what was the fucking point of saying there's eight base colors to immediately then violate the system? You cannot just say that rainbow is one of the colors. I'm sorry, you cannot. That is specifically a bunch of colors. Fuck you. Because <laughs> like, he's like, oh, you must know uh, all seven colors too. No, I just know the rainbow. What the fuck? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to use anything by itself. I don't know what any of this means. Like, here's the other thing about Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter in the Hunter exam goes out of its way to not at all have Nen because they spend the Hunter exam kind of explaining to you what a Hunter does. But the problem here is that, like, Hunter, we, we realize, okay, well, that's clearly not what a Hunter is in our world. That's not what that world means. That what that word means in this world. So you see the things that they do in the exam, and you're like, wow, so these are the things that Hunters do. But the problem with Build King is that we know what a Carpenter does. Allegedly, it's supposed to be the same thing a carpenter does in the real world, more or less. But what we see of it is like not carpentry. It's just fighting. Yeah, literally, you learned nothing about carpentry. We said in the chibi, you know, what would be a really low hanging fruit is like they could just have him like showing, seeing someone like hurting their hand while they were nailing and be like, here's how you properly hold a nail when you're nailing it in. He could literally have Googled things to know before I try doing a construction project and just sprinkling that as things. And it's literally five minutes of research would have made it seem like the series actually cared about its topic because that's what the point is this series is a reskin of troikyo and he changed it from food to houses and he didn't actually adjust anything that goes with that and guess what this series fucking sucks because no one gives a shit about construction you know cooking is interesting everyone likes food everyone eats people like cooking i would say most people don't actively think about how interesting it would be to build their own fucking house from scratch oh i completely disagree i think that that could be a very interesting thing i really do i mean carpentry is very important there is a lot of interesting things there. Construction is fascinating. You could absolutely make a some kind of manga about that. This guy fails miserably at it because he just doesn't understand why it's interesting. Like, your whole thing is based around building things. Then what your powers should be are the ability to build things, right? Yeah. But that's not what happens. It's It really is just a fucking fighting manga. You know what, Derek? I would really, really like to hear like your thoughts on how you just immediately knew this series fucking sucked. So I think it all does go back to what we've talked about so much with this author and like the, you know, 
air quotes checkered past let's not call it that it's fucking disgusting it's terrible garbage human again i like to take that little oda nugget and throw it in the back of my brain and forget about but it's true (laughs) shonen jump has shown over the last couple years how much of like a fucking boys club it really is and it's just you know can't get away from it wherever you go blah blah you know we could talk about all these different industries whatever shit sucks so i had a chip on my shoulder with this series the second it got dropped it looks like dog shit already we talked about how the main character just looks like shit there's so many panels in this series where there's no background it's a whole like three-fourths of a page of just a close-up of a character's face there's no good like expression everyone looks like a car like i almost said a cartoon that's stupid it's comics but literally a cartoon like a fucking saturday morning cartoon they do look like cartoons. They don't, they don't look, it doesn't look like manga. David has pointed out many times, it looks like an American parody of manga. I don't understand how a Japanese person could have an art style like this. <laughs> they're, they're a Westaboo. They're like the dude wearing the cowboy hat and the Texas shirt. Like. like, if you watch a Nickelodeon show in like 2005 and they did an anime parody, this is the art style they would use. This is just Kappa Mikey. Yeah, no, you're right. I thought Kappa Mikey too. Yeah, this is a very Kappa Mikey. Yeah. But there's no Beat Crusaders banger opening. That was a great show, dude. I haven't heard about that show in a long time. Also, Kappa Mikey was a comedy, and it was you, it was supposed to be a parody of anime, more or less, you know? Also, shout out the fact they actually got Goku's voice actor from the dub to be in that oh, show. Oh, yeah, Sean Chimel's in that, so good. isn't he? Yeah. That was the best fucking idea, but yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's my wreck, actually, now it's Kappa Mikey. <laughs> I know Jordan said he had a hot, a, a really exciting wreck, so if that's it, I'm sorry, buddy. No, it isn't. It's not something you would guess. And to bring up something we haven't talked about, this series had so much goddamn text in it. <gasps> I just like kept skipping pages. I was like, dude, I don't want to fucking read this. I'm reading a makeup, not reading a real book. The dialogue is so pointless and they do the worst sin of redundant dialogue. An example was they have a house exploding and a character looking surprised and then saying, oh my God, that's crazy. A house exploded. Yeah, that's called being a fucking person. You don't have to say why this person is surprised a house exploded. Because that's not at all the only time that happens. There's a lot of redundant dialogue. Like, we're getting very Metal Gear in here, you know, except, you know, there's nothing else around it that makes it interesting. Reading this, it was like, it reminded me of all the criticisms that I have heard and discarded about Hunter Hunter. Like, oh, there's too much dialogue. Oh, you know, like, there's this, like, I feel like I'm reading it. I'm just not picking up anything. Like, no, this is what that series is. This is what that is. You know? Yeah. It legitimately just felt like, hey, our, sorry if you like this series, but our viewer no, base is sorry. dumb. No, not sorry. Not sorry. You're all dumb as hell. You need to like, we need to really explain this to you. And one of the things that just sticks in my mind about that is during the whole Bat King arc where Ranga looks at that picture like five different times and is like, huh? And it's like, looks over to the left. Here's the dragon, the picture. Huh? 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 And it's just like, do you get it? Do you get it? It's his teeth. Do you get it? Do you get the yeah. joke? Do you get it? And you get it immediately, but you still have to wait a couple pages for them to go, holy shit, the castle's built out of the dragon's teeth. And how did no one notice? It's called Dragon Spine. It looks like it. Has nobody looked at that painting before? 10,000 years it's been built and no one, no one. You're the first person to be like, interesting, huh? You know what sucks is that arc was the closest you actually got to what the point of the series was, and it still fucking sucked. So it showed that even when he's trying to front load the best idea he had, which is an actual like construction project and interesting saying, it's still fucking terrible. Hey, can we talk about how the internet exists in this world? The Bat King becomes viral on a version of YouTube. Oh, for taking a shit. For taking a shit upside down. <laughs> like like One Piece level a joke. Like how does a vampire shit upside down? Gets a whole page. 
I will say 100% in One Piece, if Luffy met like a vampire upside down, it'd be like, so do you take your shits upside down too? But it would be funny the way Oda would board it. And that's all it would be too. Oda wouldn't then spend like three chapters about how, now this is how a vampire takes a shit. Luffy would be like, do you poop upside down? And then like Nami would slap him. And that would be it. <laughs> a fine joke for Luffy to make. It's not a fine joke for a manga to actually like go into and explain because it's just, it's just not funny. It's just... But yeah, and then nothing happens. There's literally no prop regression. How did they spend, I think, eight chapters on rebuilding that house? How about the fact that for some fucking reason, the only thing they can find that can pierce the outside of it is just this the head of this shovel. So, oh my God, there's a moment where Renga is describing how to fit, how to make the castle. And he's like, okay, so you just take this shovel head and then we'll dig out the castle. Dude, the castle's fucking huge. And it's just like a small shovel. And you guys do it in like, what, like a couple days? Like, it was so stupid. Obviously bizarre. Uh, what is this? Some sort of bizarre adventure? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the biggest sin that the series has is it's so boring. Every moment that could be like a uh, character based or expanding upon the character's depths is instead spent on exposition for many different things. Not just like uh, one overall system, not just like a cohesive world. It's all exposition on, oh, here's a thing about this world. Oh, hey, here's another thing about this world. Oh, hey, here's another system. Oh, hey, here's like another thing that and it's just too much like the way that good uh, good dialogue and good exposition works is that in the process of explaining it it's it also should act as dialogue that tells you about the characters but it doesn't do that here they don't have time for that come on buddy they, they got houses to, sh- to to fucking i don't know they have houses to fight that which they don't really because all the houses are actually good guys or mechs which i don't know that was almost cool it was just dumb it was really just complete dog shit gonna climb into my house gundam now to be honest though like all right i'm a complete mark if they were just like bandai's like hey we've teamed up with build king here's a 148 scale of a that one house that was a robot it'd be like all right how much (sighs) like we'll talk about it and what it did well but that is like one of the few things that i thought was like kind of cool the like the designs for the weird house mechs but like (sighs) i didn't care it was too small of a thing and again, the, the big issue with this is there's just absolutely no focus. It's just like incredibly crowded. It's hard to follow. It does the fucking flashback thing we talked about in the chibi where like, so there is an established way to signal a flashback in a manga. What happens is you make the background behind the panels black and that symbolizes to everybody reading it, this is a flashback. The series does not do this. What happens instead is that the panels just have rounded edges, which is a lot harder to notice. So there'll just be times where it's like, wait, this doesn't make sense for it to be happening right now. And it isn't because it's happening like 10 years ago. And then like they just nested flashbacks. Remember, like the the chronology of them actually meeting Shovel was never clear. No. Oh, my God. You just reminded me of one of the most infuriating and stupid things I've ever seen. Like this is like straight up a retcon in a 20 chapter series. Like the whole thing is nobody's figured out the mystery to the Build Kings. Nobody knows what the Build Kings are. Nobody knows who does it. And then the last chapter, they have a guy who shows up who's like, he's the guy who figured out the mystery of the Build Kings. So we already know the mystery (laughs) of the Build Kings. We know the answer. Has he just never told anybody? Is it like, what the fuck? That is clearly a ripoff of One Piece. Oh yeah, with Silver's Rayleigh, yeah. 
No, it's just that in general, the Build Kings are clearly like the One Piece where they're just this, this mysterious thing and, you know. Yeah, and there's a moment in One Piece where one character goes over to Luffy and is like, hey, you know, I can tell you like what the One Piece is and how to get it. And Luffy denies it. But it makes sense there because it would make sense that Silvers, the guy who does it, wouldn't want to be going around telling everybody, here's what the One Piece is, you guys. But this guy's like a national treasure and everybody loves him. Why hasn't he told anybody what the Build Kings are? I can't believe that they somehow made a character who's like, I'm the old guy and I made a heart with my hand and did some cool shit. Made him unfucking cool. You know what? Manga also has a panel with a cool old guy making a heart shape. Hunter Hunter. And it's like the same heart shape. <laughs> God, this series didn't really have an original bonus, but it's a ripoff of the author's own work. That's how fucking creatively bankrupt he was. So I have read a little bit of Toriko. I'm not going to say, oh, it's the best thing ever, but you know what? It's a lot better than fucking Build King. And one of the things in the f is, first of all, everything relates to cooking. You can make a fighting manga out of cooking. Fighting food ons, man, already existed. Yeah, but also cooking, there is a sense of violence and action involved with hunting these massive creatures. Ironically, they are hunters. In this, fighting and carpentry do not go together. They just don't. It's about building things. It would be one thing if this were a series about like, oh, they have to go find the best materials for carp for like uh, structures and buildings and stuff. So they have to go into these dangerous places and get them. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, areas in this are ranked in terms of dangerous. They say this is a D rank area. They don't even explain what that means. I'm just supposed to hear D rank and think, oh, that must be dangerous. But that doesn't make sense. D does not strike me as dangerous. And you don't explain what a F rank is. You don't explain what a C rank is. I have absolutely no context for that so when you're saying they're in this d-rank area that, that just sounds like nothing to me just the stupidest fucking thing oh my god this series blows Ugh. it's not good derek what's another really shitty tip off that you saw that you thought oh this is fucking stupid this is why i hate the series i think honestly a lot of it for me was like a mindset thing like i knew this shit was getting canned and when you start reading something you like pick up on all the little little tiny details because you're like oh this is it's 20 chapters long what are they going to cram in oh my god i can't believe how much they tried to cram in, in that last like five chapters like they're just trying to salvage it just throw something in the in the you know in the fire like keep it going please god don't cancel us cool nen based system secret colors you know evil the satan hill what shut up no one cares. the guy's name is bill carpenter that should be cool <laughs> Jordan made the same comment to me. How do you fuck up so many things that should be cool, but they're not? It's true. I would also like to point out that an evil clan attacks in the middle of the uh, Hunter exam, which made me realize, oh no, this is the Chunin exam. There's a one guy in there who's like a combination of Orochimaru and Isuka. Yep. It's dumb. It doesn't work. I don't know who these characters are. I don't have any idea about their personality. It's just so surface level and the surface is bad. <laughs> I feel like we're starting in circles, though. Oh, one last thing is also there's no variety in the abilities of the main characters. It's one can hit a hammer and one has a saw, and then they just either smash something or cut something, and that's it. They have no other skill sets. Yeah, except when hitting something with a hammer magically makes it repair. All right. Should we go into the positives? Yeah, let's. Yeah, yeah let's go into the fucking positives. Yeah. <laughs> I did catch myself every now and then with some of these jokes, like, laughing. But then in my brain, I remember, like, this isn't good. Why am I laughing at this, like... I will actually say, I think this series had a few jokes that were actually funny. Yes. I forgot to write down some examples, but like sometimes I had like a, you know, like a modest chuckle. And I was like, actually, this is not the stupid worst joke I've ever read in a manga for Shonen Jump. 
Even though it does kill a lot of his jokes, there are jokes that land. Can't think of any, but you know. I liked the censorship bat for like a split second. And then, yeah, no, they just kept doing it over and over again. I mean, there's a lot of characters where their entire personality is just, this is a joke. This is the joke that they do. That's their whole thing. Which is like, it's very One Piece. Oh, here's one joke that I actually kind of liked uh, when he shows up and uh, he says, Renga, hey, Renga, you think you're so weak? You really think you're the, like the weakest guy here? I'm like 10 times weaker than you, Renga. You don't even fucking know what weakness is. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. I think he had a good job of doing self-deprecating characters. Yeah, he ironically dropped that line because the character stops acting like super cowardly and weak after that, which just like that was like the only thing that stood out about that guy's personality. And now I guess it just isn't a factor of his personality. <laughs> that is true. I mean, the the dad, that's another wholesome manga dad, actually. He was very nice. He really cared about people. So that was actually a nice change of pace where she was not a very interesting character. But him, the fact that he was such a good and kind character actually was fun. Yeah. The vampire dad was like one of the only guys who, first of all, felt like his own character. You could tell that he was not happy with how his daughter redesigned their castle to be like super girly and stuff. But like he you could also tell that he was like, well, this is what she wants. And you know what? She did a good job. So there's like a little bit of depth that you can imply there. Yeah. That's good basic characterization. Also, I know it's kind of like childish, but like I like that he just looked kind of funny. I was like, good. He yeah, looks not like funny. a super serious fucking vampire. Like, like your head's the size of like a small house. Like, I love it. Because he kept sitting upside down. I love how he did <laughs> handstands so he could stay out upside down even when he's not in the castle. That was a fun detail. Here's the thing. I don't think this offer was making in this series to like make another anime. I mean, I'm sure it was on his mind, but I think he really was trying the best he could. Yeah. There is some TLC. It's just I think the author just clearly probably was too burned out or he lost his touch or maybe he just physically can't draw like he used to, like um, the guy who made Naruto did. How he said he just couldn't draw Naruto anymore. And I think that's really what happened. And it's just he just wasn't able to keep up with the times. Like I think people said on Reddit, if this series came out 15 years ago, people wouldn't bat an eye to thinking it's terrible. But the standards, you can't create a series like this in a post-Chainsaw Man or a post-Jujutsu Kaisen world where just the game has changed way too much of what the standards are for Shonen Jump. Dude, you can barely make this in a, in a post-Bleach world. Yeah. This is like on the quality of Beyblade at best. Yeah. <laughs> God. Beyblade is better than this, though. Yeah. <laughs> they parted the Red Sea with Beyblade. <laughs> in the world of Beyblade, Moses from the Bible canonically used a Beyblade. Just amazing. Fantastic. God. Oh, we should read a Beyblade manga. I think one just ended, yeah. Oh, they made a reference to some real-life game at the last chapter of Build King that just completely just shocked me. Why do you have this fucking game in this world? I'm gonna look it up, because that was, that was insane. I also say, since we are supposed to be talking about the positives, sometimes the art was cool. Like, sometimes when he would draw the Build Kings, like these huge monoliths or whatever, I think he was pretty good at that. You could tell he put, like, a lot of effort into some of the landscapes. The house mechs? We're also pretty cool. Yeah. It was Splatoon. Splatoon 3 will be coming out next year. Which is a real game. I was like, what the fuck? That's even dumber because I was thinking, oh, well, this is for whatever reason a world that's like, I don't know, a couple years in the future where Splatoon is announced or whatever. So do they have Nintendo Switches in this world? Does Nintendo exist in this world? Yeah, it's like Bone Collection. Oh. <laughs> God. Yeah, it is like Bone Collection in a lot of ways, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Derek, have you read Bone Collection? No, after I listened to y'all's episode, but I said, no, nah, this is not happening. Good man, you don't need to. You're a good friend. <laughs> what else did the series do well? Um, and Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I think that's really everything that we talked about is what I felt like it did okay. Yeah, 
It And it didn't end well. I've never seen a series just pretend that it didn't get canceled like this. He's like, I didn't get canceled. It was like, hey, if you want to read more chapters, it's going to be in the Build King volume, which says that like Shonen Jump thought it was so shitty that they wouldn't let this incredibly well-established and popular mangaka, regardless of uh, his quality of a person, he is one of the most popular mangaka in like all of Japan. This had to be really shitty for Shonen Jump to just say, no, you don't even get to end the series. Yep. God. Why don't we go to where it could have gone then? It's so hard to talk about this. It really is. So, Derek, take it away with where do you really think this series could have gone? It's funny because, like, we'll find out, obviously, because they're just like, hey, yeah, this shit didn't get canceled. Just keep reading. (laughs) It's weird because, yeah, no. All right. We know we're getting canceled. We're going to ramp up the stakes in, like, this last couple chapters of our tournament arc. Where do you go from there? Are they just going to go straight to, like, fighting the Satan Hill gang? Play some old 70s hip hop. Satan, 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 Satan. Every single time I read Satan Hill, I just heard the Pumpkin Hill theme from Super from uh, from <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Idris Elba singing the Pumpkin Hill theme. I can't believe Idris Elba's gonna play Knuckles in Sonic 2. Uh, it's so great. What great casting. <laughs> Oh, man. And then uh, for me, they should have just made this a parody from day one. This should have been like a martial level, like we know what we're making fun of, because I think if this just knew it was a parody and had its tongue in cheek the entire time, it actually could have been funny. The best element of the series is the humor. Yeah. But it's not the focus. Well, and it's also just it winds up being a self parody, being so stupid that it only makes itself look bad. Yeah. Yes, I guess where they were going to go, I guess the idea of what where it was supposed to go was that like, oh, they would uh, they would continue to grow as builders. I don't understand the system well enough to tell you what was going to happen more than that. Renga's power is uh, destruction and um, Tonkachi's power is uh, repair or what? I don't even fuck it. Or it's evolution. It's Gurren Lagann. That's what yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Oh, no. Don't introduce a system. Just have them have powers. Oda did not introduce hockey until he reached a point where he was really like, okay, I have to add in an extra thing because I don't know where else to go from here. You know, I've done like everything here. But this guy, it's like, you didn't even establish what they could do. You can't give characters that are supposed to have growth. Like, okay, we're going to unveil what their abilities are. They can't be like, these are the two game breaking, you know, these are the most rare. No, they have to do a little stupid thing. You know, I can shoot water on my hands and bullshit like that. I don't know. Thinking about some other series. And then they get to have the super strong, you know, actually, I had a, a second one all along. You know, yeah. you can't just give them that. It doesn't work for progression, for story, for anything. And also, as I mentioned with Nen, they don't introduce Nen until you already care about the character. Characters. Yeah, because Nen, Nen is an insanely complicated power system. Yeah, but the other thing about it is that you don't have to understand every aspect of Nen in order to understand stuff. This one has like a weird rock, paper, scissors chart. Nen has that too. It's like a little different though, because each Nen power is different in and of itself. It'll remind you when it's relevant. Why did they pick colors? It's stupid. They could have done something that actually built in the world. This is going to sound really dumb, but I thought, why didn't they make the powers based on elements of a house? So, like, instead of it being, like, red, green, blue, they could have been, like, roofing, walling, <laughs> utilities, and, like, walling could be the defensive abilities, roofing could be, like, dexterity-based abilities, utilities could be, you know, like, special energy abilities, you know, like, you could do electric attacks because you're an electrician, you got water attacks because you do the plumbing in the house. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys laugh, but that would have been really rememberable. No, I agree. You gotta deal with my water trap because I'm a studied plumbing. (laughs) (laughs) It's also what it seems like they're going for in the first couple chapters. And then he gives up. He gives up. (laughs) 
he just says, fuck you, I'm doing something else. Like they show that houses can fight. What if this series was about them coming together to build houses that can fight and defend? This is a series that's supposed to be about how houses can protect you and build peace. So what if this was more of a tower defense type thing where they had to like gather a bunch of people to build like structures that can withstand attacks from like the horrible environment that they're in. It's like, it seems like that is the thing that dovetails the most with uh, the carpentry aspect, but no. Uh, yeah, I might have read that. Derek, did you have any other ideas of where it could have gone? I'll co-sign that with the whole like tower defense thing. I actually remember people on Twitter talking about that when like this was announced. Like, well, first off, to have everyone that wasn't like, Jesus Christ, he's back. Oh, no. <laughs> Speculating like how this could be interesting. And we got absolutely none of that. They may as well not be carpenters. Could have made it cooking for this and it would have been the same. We were like, the dinner kings, you know, legendary meals that are like, <laughs> you know, like an endless soup. And bread, breadsticks and salads <laughs> at the Olive Garden. The Olive Garden. They're seeking the Olive Garden. The Garden of Olive. <laughs> that was the fruit of the Garden of Evil was an olive. <laughs> it was a very nice goth waitress who would bring me breadsticks. It's yeah. great. Big titty goth waitress. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm all about that. The sister from Phantom Seer, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> she was something. Big, powerful, witchy, blind mommy. Yeah, all about that. The angel lady from Godspeed. Oh, yes. Uh, what a what a wonderful, large, massive... We're not even talking about Build King anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you even fucking say about this dumbass series? All right, let's go to miscellaneous thoughts. I noticed the series has actually got strangely pro-open relationship where they act like it's no big deal that like the turtle people have multiple girlfriends. It is actually an element of the humor that sort of lands at certain points, but it's just like the series already has such unnecessary bullshit. And you have to view anything sexual through a very specific lens due to the nature of this author. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, one thing I know, Centurion, I appreciate you bringing up Gurren Lagan because the ending of like chapter three is literally the ending of the first episode of Gurren Lagan, where the two main brothers meet a mysterious entity from another land and they manage to escape the thing that was constraining them. And then they land in the air looking at the world in surprise and then fall asleep right after. The main person is like, wow, I guess they had a busy day. <laughs> and they showed a lot of ass too. So uh, what's his name is Yoko. That is Yoko. I don't like that. <laughs> also, fun fact, Yoko was 16 years old in Gurren Lagann, so... Yeah! Yeah! Make of that as you will. Oh, really frustrating that, like, you do have a guy who solicited sex from a 16-year-old, and he is working in a genre that is not just for children, it is a genre that specifically is famous for sexualizing 16-year-old girls. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Anyway, so what about you guys? Do you have any other miscellaneous thoughts? It's dumb that they build up the Bill Kings as these massive, uh, you know, the like the eight wonders of the world type things like, you know, the pyramids of Giza and the hanging gardens of Babylon, that kind of shit. And then the only Bill King we get is like this little house that was with us all. Along. The real Bill King really was with us the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Literally was the friend that we made along the way. The real Bill King was us. Yeah. If anything, one thing that I like, kind of like, you know, a little fun little thing was the whole like dissection of two by four. It's like, wow, it's bigger on the inside. Haha, <laughs> get it? You get it, folks? Little bit of a good joke. I think a missed opportunity was that they called the house the inside of the like upside down castle, the interior instead of the interior. Hey. And I really thought that would have been a great pun. So <laughs> Shonen Jump, you can hire me for all your puns. I'll go reach out to uh, Stephen Paul, friend of the show who is on our... Our blood oath. He's the official translator of One Piece. Yeah, he was great. You should uh, ask him to let you do some uh, localizing. 
Yeah, that's true. I actually do wonder if he has like a group of people he talks to when he has to like do puns or if it's all him. Actually, that's not like a bad question. We all ping him about that. I'd love to know. Yeah. And then my last note was about the poop, which just I don't understand why it comes up. Oh, and also, why was the rebuilding the castle scene just insanely violent? The series was like PG rated and then they just had him like spitting out blood and like almost dying. And it just completely did not fit with the art style or the tone of the series. Not at all. David, oh my God, was that a uh, stamina system I sensed? I feel like not because that was literally him like overworking himself. So it wasn't like an arbitrary thing. Like, hey, I can let someone be tired if they spent, you know, hours redoing construction work. I think that's fine to be tired after doing that. Yeah. What is arbitrary, though, is the fact that every time they use Vigor, they shave off like seconds of their life. So it's like, okay, so there is a payment, but it's a payment that we will literally never fucking see. (sighs) Yeah, at least... Right, fuck it. Fuck this series, man. Let's <laughs> let's go to Final Verdict. All right, boys. So I'll start off with my six word summary. Pedophile this as having bad foundation. <laughs> good, good, good. If you're listening, Jeff, we do sometimes put effort into our six word summaries. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> how about you, Derek? Uh, yeah, Jeff, big fan. Don't take that same sentiment to mind. Build king. Many buildings. Zero kings. Nice, nice, nice. The 100 emoji at the end of that one. No cap. Speaking of kinks, how about you, Jordan? Oh, thank you. What HXH is to the haters? Because really, this is like every criticism that I've seen about Hunter Hunter that I disagree with is in this series. There is way too much dialogue. The world feels inconsistent. Everybody feels like a fucking archetype. There's not nearly enough action. It's boring as fuck. These are all things that I've heard people say about Hunter Hunter that I intensely disagree with. But no, they are all 100% valid when talking about Build King. Yeah. And then actually a fun thing is we actually had some listeners submit six word summary. So definitely happy to do this. So if you're listening, um, we usually, you know, by the time of the chibi, if you post it in the discord, totally happy to read them off. But this was really cool that we had three people send us six word summaries for Build King. First is from Zylon saying creativity does not always equal equality. Second was from T. Wolfwood, Toriko, but undercuts itself. And uh, Agpa, aka Adam, aka the master of the Shonen Flop uh, list of tropes. Series under construction condemned before completion. That's a good one. I like that one. That was really good. So really appreciate everybody submitting theirs. This is really fun. And I think that's an awesome way to get more fan involved. So always happy to tell you guys when the series are coming out so you guys can include your six word summaries. Yeah. To move on, let's do a little bit of flop or not. Yeah, this is a flop. So every I think we can skip any discussion on this. because David, I think- David, David, <laughs> it's not a flop. It's a fucking certified. It's a fucking certified flop. Yes, so let's give our recommendations in, and Jordan, we will discuss if this is the worst series we've ever read. So my recommendation is, shout out to Luke, who was on our Morking episode for a series he recommended that I got to read called Delicious in the Dungeon. So that is a manga about a group of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, or sorry, it's like in a D&D inspired world, where it's about a group of adventurers going through a dungeon, and they can't afford to buy rations, so they instead cook and eat the monsters they slay. And it's really framed like a legitimate cookbook, like they give fake recipes, so it's like, how do you make like cockatrice roast, or like, how do you make slime candy? candy and stuff like that. And it's just a really interesting read that also has a lot of really exciting character writing and some interesting world building as well. Yeah. The art style is also fantastic in it, by the way. It's great. It's really hitting a very exciting point right now. So now's a great time to get into it. How about you, Derek? You know, for my recommendation, I feel like there's a lot of parallels between these two series. A uh, creator who, for one reason or another, stepped away from the medium for a little bit, came back to rebuild a series. Uh, Talking, of course, about the rebuilds of Evangelion. They're now available on Amazon Prime, all four of them, including 3.0 plus 1.0 Thrice Upon a Time, which I'm going to watch today. God damn it. I need to finally watch it. It's been like 10 years. I was waiting for all, all of them to come out, so maybe I'll do that tonight. It's time. I wonder how many impacts they get up to now. I'm guessing at least 10. 
Yeah, I was thinking that too. Do you think there's a hentai parody that talks about the 69th impact? Yes. I'm 100% sure. <laughs> anyway, Jordan, what's your rec? I know you, you've been hyping this up, so I'm looking forward to it. And if it's Hunter Hunter, I'm going <laughs> to... No, uh, it's Hunter No, it's not. Um, so one of the aspects in, in this is it's all about like, oh, construction and construction and uh, drawing or whatever the fuck. Uh, there's a really cool artist that I like named Alice Acock. She's an artist who got really good at like uh, architectural drafting. So she makes drawings that are like architectural drafts for structures that like couldn't really exist. So it looks like these really cool, huge amusement park looking things like big roller coaster type things. She then turns them into sculptures in the best that they can and they're cool but like i just really love her drawings too oh that's awesome yeah that sounds cool she's a really cool artist i highly recommend people checking out it's a way more interesting way to approach concepts involving architecture than architecture than fucking build king so yeah yeah <laughs> you should totally reach out and let her know that you gave her a shout out when this episode comes out i will because who the fuck knows you know we got mother's basement so <laughs> <laughs> all they can say is no yeah or ignore you but it's whatever yeah, so that's fine. Okay, so, Jordan, it's time. Mm. Is this the worst series we have ever read? Fuck, this is, this is the first time in a while it's been a difficult question. What is last place right now? SWAT. SWAT? Okay. Oh, this is more annoying than SWAT. SWAT is just one of the most forgettable things I've ever read. Most of this series is forgettable except for the parts that annoy me. I'm going to say so also along with the fact that the creator was very problematic. Yeah, but here's the thing about this series. Even if the creator was a good person, it would still be one of the shittiest manga I've ever read. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's an important thing to say. Like, this isn't like a Roroni Kenshin situation where it's like, oh, man, it's really hard to go fucking go back to Roroni Kenshin now that you know about the artist being a, being also a pedophile. <laughs> Speaking of issues that Shonen Jump has with employing certain people to write things for children, there you go. It's also just an unbelievably shitty series if I had no clue who the author was. So yeah. I think it might actually genuinely be the worst series we've talked about. I'm going to say, I don't think I've so aggressively been reading it and been like, I completely fucking hate this series. Yeah. SWAT was bad. This series is aggressively bad. I'm going to agree with you. This is the worst series I've ever had to read for Shona Flop. Because like, here's the thing. Tokyo Shinobi Squad is also just absolute fucking trash, but it's trash in a funny way. The art is decent. The art is decent. So sometimes when a series, a series gets so bad, it's good. But this just wraps around to just being so bad, it's bad. So yeah, I did not have fun at any point reading this series, except for maybe one or two jokes. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. All right. I'm. This takes the crown. It'll, I'm. Very, I'll be very hard pressed to see what could potentially be worse than this, because that's the thing is now we have gone through the so bad it's good, and we have gone back to so bad it's atrocious. So you really, really need to push the barrier of how bad you can be while not being fun to appreciate how shitty it is. Like when we talked to Jeff about Beast Children, I was like, you could do like a live stream of you reading and reacting in real time, and that's fun. It would not be fun to make fun of this series in real time because it is just painful to read. The worst thing you can be is a bad comedy. Yeah. If you're a bad drama, at least you're funny. Yeah, that's easy to make fun of. But if the jokes aren't funny, then you can't laugh at anything. It's like um, failing at comedy just means you... He's cringe, bro. It's so cringe! Where he's like, oh, I'm gonna build peace. Shut the fuck up. Homeostasis. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, let's go to shoutouts. Yeah. 
Props to Jordan for making the opening and ending theme and being a great co-host. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Illuminati and Nigel for being our generous art benefactor. Thanks to Tucker for assistance with pronunciation, translation, and other miscellaneous research. Thanks to Nicole, Miriam, and Audie for helping with social media. And if you haven't yet, be sure to join the Shonen Flop Discord. Come hang out with us and talk about anime, games, or whatever else is on your mind. We also have a book club and do regular movie nights. You can find a link to it in the show notes. Also, we have merch. Come get an official Shonen Flop shirt. We should, by the time this episode comes out, finally starting to have uh, shirts with designs from the cover art. I know people have really been requesting. I really want that Gomez Moon shirt, along with, of course, the awesome logo that Jordan designed. I'm wearing it right now. I got a shirt. I'm one of those people that has to wash clothing before they wear it because I got paranoid after that house episode. Gotta do my laundry and then I'll wear it. Oh, I'm disgusting, so I don't care. It's all right. I already know. That's, um... (laughs) It's okay. Uh, we have launched our Patreon. Come check us out. We put out a teaser episode for uh, Red Hood, which was a really fun series. So you can find stuff like that. Our warm-up audio, behind-the-scenes art, bonus content, deleted scenes, extended scenes, or even get additional opportunities to help us decide what series we're going to be covering. And of course, we really appreciate it. And you guys help us actually pay for things like our hosting costs that lets us continue to make this show and really put so much time into it. And we really appreciate you all as fans. And uh, we've got some really fun projects that we really want to launch uh, Uh, If our Patreon gets big enough, in particular, an MO series where hopefully we're going to bring some people back to talk about probably my favorite ever canceled Shonen Jump series, MO, which because of its length at almost 100 chapters, we just couldn't feasibly cover. But we're planning on doing kind of a five chapter at a time review where we just rotate and bring back some familiar guests. By the way, if you're if you're looking for that series, it does the Hunter Hunter thing where it's MXO. Yes. Just for people listening who are like, I've never heard of that series. Yes, but it's great. I love it. Hey, this is David from the future. I just wanted to step in because we recorded this episode about a month ago of when it's coming out, which is a little atypical for us. So I also want to give a big thank you to our super awesome patrons. Uh, I want to start off with our King of the Forest tier patrons, which are T. Wolfwood and uh, new patron Gabe. I also want to give a big shout out to our Chainsaw Man Marty. Thank you so much again for your support. And I really appreciate it if anybody else would be willing to do the $8 tier because we'd be totally excited to give you a shout out on the show. That's enough about us. Derek, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can they find you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It was a super fun time. Been uh, excited to talk about this uh, absolute piece of dog shit for a while now, actually. So thank you. Again, my name's Derek. You can find me on Twitter at GreatBigSword, all one word. You can also find me on Twitch at the same handle where I relatively, unrelatively uh, build model kits for viewing pleasure. I've been kind of out of the game for about a month or so for some personal life stuff, but trying to get back on the grind. Hey, I feel yeah. I, I got a Gundam build thing around here that I want to... What you working on? Huh? Uh, I don't remember. I want to... I have the box sitting around. I never got around to actually building it, but I do want to do that eventually. I am surrounded by all my little boys right now. Love them. Oh, I love it. I used to have the burning Gundam. That was sick. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Jordan just stands G Gundam. I do. Good. It's one of the best Gundam series. I, it really is. It's honestly really difficult for me to watch other Gundam series because the Gundam series I love is G Gundam and no other Gundam series is like G Gundam. That's fair. That's true. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on a multiple of podcasts. First and foremost, there's Good Friends Anime Club, which is sort of the flagship series that me and a couple friends uh, put together once every whenever. We've been kind of out of the game on that too recently, but we're trying to get back onto it. It's just been a lot of conflict. COVID's not been great, everyone. No, it's this not. Is like, it's really a year not. and a half has been terrible, but you can find that over at uh, Good Friends Cast on Twitter. Sweet. Hell yeah. And uh, two other shows, Kicking Stones, which is a Dr. Stone read-through, manga read-through with uh, my co-host James. 
I was on that. You were. It was fun. Been a hot minute. Uh, make get you back on sooner or later because we're looking to get back into that. Uh, yeah, series uh, has really picked up since the America arc. It really has. It's been great. Uh, you can find that over at dr underscore stone underscore pod. And last but not least, my first uh, hosting endeavor, uh, Deal with the Devils, an iShield 21 podcast where we're reading through every volume of iShield 21 monthly. Can I guest on that fucking yes, podcast? Yes, me too. Of course you can. We need some guests. Our people reach out to your people, other, which means that I will talk to you. <laughs> yeah, Jordan's a coordination master. Sounds good. Also, uh, are you going to do a podcast for Trillionaire Game? I would love to. I mean, shoot, we seem to be doing every scene, every single like Inagaki series. Screw it. Why not? I just love how the art style looks like. It's literally if someone was like, this was a lost series that was created in like 1996. I would totally believe it. It's so oh, I cool. love that. Yeah, Jordan, I've sent you pictures from Trillionaire Game, but it literally I just I don't really know why they picked an art style, but it it works. <laughs> it's just like Inagaki just loves teaming up with like these prolific like artists. Just like I'm just doing all these different kind of style series. It's great. It's absolutely crazy, though, that he writes two series a month. That's what I would do, though. Like, if, if I got a super if I got super popular and got to pick all like the manga or all the all the artists who made my manga, I would look for the artists who like, oh, I liked you in the 90s. I was really into you when, uh, <laughs> when I was growing up. Fuck yeah. Can you make my shit? <laughs> Love it. You can find that series over at Devil Bat Pod on Twitter and to, you know, Spotify, iTunes everywhere. Yee. Anchor, we host off Anchor. So that's where you can find it. All oh, there. sweet. Definitely would be excited to be on any of those shows again. I yeah. had a great time being on Kicking Stones. And then how about you, Jordan? First of all, thank you so much, Derek, for being on. This was a lot of fun. Love talking yeah. to you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, no problem. And thank you so much for David to David for editing this podcast. Oh, well, thank you. And then uh, I know I'm going to start thanking you more on the Chibi episodes, but I still want to say it here. Thank you so much for editing the Chibis as well. They really have been awesome and it's been a lot of fun going weekly, you know? Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is a, I just want to give a shout out to Newsly. So it is a mobile app that lets you know what the most important articles are in areas of interest to you. It's secret sauce is that you can listen to every article. So stop using your eye holes and upgrade to your ear holes. And of course, They've got podcasts on there as well. So, heck, you might actually be listening to this episode right now because you found out about it through Newsly. You can download and use Newsly for free now from newsly.me or from the link in the description and use their promo code, all capital letters, FL0P2021, that I'll also put in the description to get a one-month free premium using the service. I had no idea that we had, that this had happened. That's awesome. Someone on Reddit posted about it and was like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, all right. So, you guys ready to go to sign off? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been David. This has been Jordan. And this has been Derek. And you've been listening to Shonen Flop. Keep on flopping, floppers. Yeah. Yeah. Homeostasis. <laughs> <laughs>